Okay, today's Vad was dedicated, Latzlaha, for the Avrech HaChashuv, our very special Avrech, Aiki Levi, and his family, Bezat Hashem, and the Zechut of the Limud HaTorah, and the Zechut of the Tzedakah, Aiki Levi, and his Meshpocha, Shemetzlech, Bechol Maasei, Edehem, Beruchaniyut, Begashmiyut, Amen. Okay, now, when we begin learning the Sefer, or the part of the Sefer of Yisrael, Igeris HaMusa, we have to learn it very intelligently, okay? And in a, the most practical way possible. See, the challenges over here is that Rabbi Sol Salanta was a very great man, and his Talmidim were very great men, and they lived a long time ago, where people and then the Nisyonis were different, Okay? So they speak on a very high level, with very high demands. And we have to try to just pull out the practical work here and try to apply it to us. Okay, so that's a little tricky. Let's see what we can do. So when he begins the Igeris, he talks about this concept called Klal and Prat, which is, uh, we'll try to explain it like this, that in every situation in life, okay, I want to try to make this thing practical because it sounds very abstract. Um, in every situation of life, it's extremely important that when we focus on the problems and the issues that we have, we have to find the underlining cause to the problem because all the issues that we have which he calls them pratim, right? These specific issues are really, in a sense, just a symptom to a more broad problem. Okay? I'm going to try to explain that. Which is a little bit complicated. I'll show it to you first in learning, right? So what's the difference between a good learner and a real seasoned lamdin? Okay? So a guy is a smart guy. He goes into a sugya. He finds problems, he gives them to roots him, like he works with all the individual issues in the sugya independently, each one by itself. That's a balprat. That's a person who only works details. Right? Where he comes out, this one says this, this one says that, this one holds like this, this one holds like that. He's very a proteistic a person. A big lamdin. He's called a balklal. What does he do? He looks at all the problems of the sugya. He doesn't answer them right away. And he looks at all his diukim. And he sees what's going on. He sees what the general back and forth in the Rishayim are. And then he comes up with a lumdis. Right? He says, one yesoid, one lumdis. And this will explain all the questions that we had. The diukim show us this big rule, this lumdis. We show them all our mask into this lambdas, but they have this way of looking at it. That, right? That's called the balklal. A balklal is a lambdin because he's able to see all the details of the sugya came from a general principle. So by analyzing the small details of the sugya, even the big details of the sugya, but by analyzing detail, he was able to abstract the klal which is called the lumdis, on which the entire sugya is resting. You understand that? 
So the same thing will go with people's problems. For example, let's say you have a couple come in front of you with a shalom bias problem. Yes? So there's this issue and that issue and that issue and this issue, right? There's a lot of things going on over there. Correct? Uh, the wife has tinas on certain behaviors of the husband, and the husband has some behaviors that he's not happy with his wife, and they're clashing, and etc. right? So they come in to fix the problems, right? But then you show them that the problem, that all these things are symptoms that are indicating one simple thing. Okay, let's say, for example... The simple thing is they don't understand each other's personalities and therefore there's a flaw in communication. You say, A, the guy thinks you're controlling him. Meanwhile, that's not your intention. And when you feel controlled, you react in a certain way. And then the wife says, what kind of reaction is that, right? So... Again, you're going always to look at the cloud, the underlining issue. And the underlining issue, if we fix the underlining issue, all the symptoms will be okay. Okay? That's a cloud. You have to always see what's the cloud. The cloud will create many different scenarios and many different symptoms that will come out from the cloud. But when you get caught up in the symptoms and you're trying to heal the symptoms independently, no, you have to speak to your wife like this. Or you have to, no, we have to first figure out the klolem. Now, the problem with that is number one, people don't recognize klolem so fast. And number two, people like quick fix to the problems. They don't like to work on the general background, which will ultimately make fixes over time, right? They don't like that, right? You have a bocha that comes to you and says, I have this problem and I have that problem and this thing is worrying me and that thing is worrying me and right? And he wants to know how to fix each thing. And then you say to him, you see, you have one problem. You have one problem that you have anxiety. It's very strong anxiety. That's it. No, but I have this problem with Taiva. No, you don't have a problem with Taiva. It's just that you worry about you're going to fall so much that all you do is think about the Taiva, you know. You have the same level of Taiva as everybody else in Klal Yisrael. And the only reason why you keep falling in Taiva is because you're worried, are you going to fall or not? So the doubt's killing you. And Mimela, to get out of doubt, you say, okay, fine, I'll just do it. And then I won't be in doubt anymore. And then you feel like garbage. And then you say, oh, I must have such a crazy problem because look, I fell four or five times. So am I like a sick person? Am I a sick person? Am I not a sick person? And then you worry about being a sick person. You know, and then all these things. So really, stop thinking about taiva. Learn how to not be an anxious person. You understand? So you have to go into the cloud. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 but until I become an anxious person, what about all the Averis I'm going to do along the way? I don't know. We don't stop doing Averis overnight, you know. Of course, we have to make some Gidarim, of course. But that, you got to go to the root of the problem, right? That's Rabbi Saul. Rabbi Saul is 
talking on a very high level to very high people. So sometimes we look at it and we say, okay, this is too high for me. You know, he's talking about the klal of avoidus, chavoinus, huwa. And that's going to trickle down, schavoinus, and he looked at that shumdavam, schavoinus, a davar amok meod, right? You start to get, think that the safer is not negate you. But first you have to look at what he says and take a biggest side from there. The biggest side from there. That a lot of the issues that we have, whether it's issues in relationships, issues with our parents, issues with our spouse, issues in Avodah Hashem, we have to see that it's coming from a cloud. If let's say a guy has uh, very low self-esteem and he doesn't believe in himself and he doesn't believe that he can be matzliach and he doesn't believe that he's worthy of being matzliach and the minute he starts to be matzliach he starts to doubt it can this really be me? maybe it's not so good so then it's coming up in hundreds of different ways if he's going to be busy with the pratim he'll be busy with the pratim for the rest of his life you know he has to go to the klal he has to go to the what is the cause that's causing all these symptoms. It's a very deep thing in Avaidah. But then it requires patience. Because you say, forget about all your problems. Your problems are only symptoms to a deeper thing. And the deeper thing you have to work on, and this is the method. And the method of the deeper thing. Hi Ezra. Hi Rob. The 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 method of the deeper to work on the deeper thing may not even have any shaykhis whatsoever to what you're falling in. No shaykhis. And then you say, but how could I be working on that if I have this problem? And how long is it going to take? You see, whenever you work with people and then you say, okay, you have a problem, we have to work on it, the first thing they want to know is exactly how long it's going to take. (laughs) Okay. That means the patience to endure uh, uh, something and to be able to uh, see that it takes time and you won't see Paris right away in external behavior, you have to be able to do that. Something in our generation which is very difficult. But that's the whole Rabbi Shol. Rabbi Shol Salanta says in his world, he's talking about Tzachar Va'inish. He says, until you get this emunah and Tzachar Va'inish into your emotional thinking then you will not see perot in your avoida. But how long is it going to take to get shavainish into my emotional thinking? I don't know. Maybe a long time. So until then, I'm going to speak Lashon Hara, and I'm going to do bitul to all the things that he speaks about. Lashon Hara, bitul Torah, uh, not being straight in business. So, but what's going to be until then? I don't know what's going to be until then, you know. But I know one thing. If you're not going to do the, fix the problem, the real problem, which is the underlining reason for what you're doing wrong, you're not going to be able to fix the problems. Maybe you could put some small band-aids, maybe you could do things, it's true, I'm not saying you can't do anything. And sometimes you have to work with a symptom when a person's, let's say, dealing with a very unhealthy behavior self-destructive behavior. So if you're going to wait until he fixes the underlying problem, he may do a lot of unhealthy things along the way and hurt himself and we might have to have some program how to deal with the 
the destructive behavior for the moment, but the ultimate goal is to really fix the shoyrish. That's the rule that Rabbi Sosarant is putting down. The rule. The rule. So, but we see it like, oh, I have a problem with Bitul Torah. Must be I'm not machshav learning so much. I have a problem with Lashon Hara. Must be da da da. I have a problem with uh, this and this. I have a problem with that. I have so many problems. So, first of all, the way we are in this world is we become overwhelmed. That's the way human beings are. So they rather not know about their problems. But when you force them to look at problems, they say, aha. You're going to see Rabbi Sol, he's going to take a hard look at the human being, which is something in our generation, we don't know how to do that. And then he says, you can't find a limb in your body that doesn't have a problem. And then you say, okay, forget about it. I might as well go off the derech right now. It's not going to happen. Now, the reason for that is, the way I think, is because we see each problem independent. So then it's overwhelming. My whole life I'm going to be working on this problem, then 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 this problem. It's never ending. I can't do it. But if we would take all the problems and we would find one root, that the root is causing the problems, so then you only have to work on one thing. And male, if you work on the one thing, you'll be okay with everything. So it's not so overwhelming because you grouped it. You see, that's the key thing in Rabbi Saul. He's teaching you how to work on yourself. So it's true he's talking to his generation, which was built very different than our generation. And they were able to handle the truth much better than our generation. But we could take the lumbness of what he's saying. So he's talking to his students, right? And he says to his students, listen to me. Uh, you don't have real emunah because look, if you look at everything, he uses a lotion, he says you will not find something in you that doesn't have a moon. Right? Let me see if I can find you that in the practice, in the chap, in paragraph five, let's say, right? He says this koyachakloli, which he calls koyachakloli, emunah in is hidden in us, right? And he says, if you don't really look into it, you'll, you'll see that, uh, he says, All day we're doing big sins. We're in business, we're, we're not straight. We have no full uh, like tamim, any ever that's tamim, any one of our limbs are not completely good. Right? So now he says that in his generation, he could say that. In our generation, you're telling a guy that there's not one area that you're good in. The guy will faint on the spot, you know. He will say, forget about it. Right? But he's making a mistake. Because he's not understanding what Rabbi Shosalant is saying. Rabbi Shosalant is saying, there's one reason that has all these multiple symptoms. So you really only have one thing to work on. Looking at the symptoms just shows you that there's only one thing you're missing. In his words, you're missing in the Amun of Now, again, this Sefer was written in Rabbi Shul Salantah's time for his Talmudim. Today's generation, if you don't explain Tzchar well, even this is a turn-off. 
That means if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get punished. Punish, punish, punish. Be scared of punishment. Today's generation, they look at that as a negative thing. It's too negative. You're bad. Yeah, you get punished. It's like almost they develop a picture in their mind that HaKadosh Baruch is such a mean God, you know. So they don't know how to process Shavonish like a mensch. And then they say, so now we have to give Chizukim. You know, so Chizukim is also a, a problem because then they say, you're, you're perfect, you're perfect, you're great, you're unbelievable, you're not Shaykh and Metzis, and you can continue doing whatever various you're doing. And you can be perfectly happy and satisfied. You're going straight to Elam Haba, you know. So we, what do we do, right? Right? How, how do we deal with the issue? So the Teretz is, we have a distorted understanding of Zechar Vahinesh. The first thing of Zechar Vahinesh, the first principle of Zechar Vahinesh is that you are important. That's a very Yesoidus de Kezach. Because if you're not important, then your actions carry no weight. You're a nothing. If you're a nothing, your actions don't carry any weight. It means you're an extremely important person. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mesiaches with you. He handles with you. If you're a cow, Hashem does a Mesiaches with you. You make milk, and then eventually when you can't make milk anymore, you can chop you up and have some steak from you. Adkan Lashoina, you know. So you're not a cow. You're extremely important. That God is very interested in you. He's interested in the relationship with you. He's interested in perfecting you. He's interested in dvekis with you. He's interested in you. You're important. Your actions and your your deeds have great ramifications in the in the creation of Hashem. You know, you have to see schar from a different perspective. You understand? Oynish is not nekama. Hashem's not taking the common. Hashem's not angry at you. He's trying to perfect you. He's trying to lead you in the right direction. All the different... You have to have the right perspective of everything. You understand? Your words aren't just words. Your deeds aren't just deeds. Your thoughts aren't just thoughts. They, you, the whole entire creation is wired into you. You understand? And even when you discuss Chava Oynish, you have to understand it on a very practical way. That means a person who is young, who is beginning his path of avoider, his actions are taken in a different way. First of all, Rabbi Yerina says that even the mezid, even the transgressions that you do on purpose are considered shogeg because your knowledge is limited, your maturity is limited, your das is limited. So it doesn't have the attribute of amazing, right? On top of that, experiences and everything. Hashem obviously calculates everything. You're not in the Shama Gevoya yet, that you're so important in the Bria that you're going to make one mistake with your words, that you're going to destroy the Oilam. No. No. You have to be very realistic about what Shav means. You understand? However, you do see one thing. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to grow in areas and He wants you to get to levels of greatness, then obviously you have a lot of potential. You have to see in the, in the potential. You have to see it from a positive point of view. You obviously have a lot of potential and you obviously Hashem is invested in you because if He wasn't invested, you wouldn't care what you do and what you don't do. And you're an important person 
and, and your actions are very, very important, and your growth is important. So you have to see Shavuot from, from a different perspective, of course. You understand? So it's very important that we get these ideas in a down-to-earth, practical way. You understand? So again, this is a hakdama because you have to understand how to learn the safe. The Sefer was written in, I don't know, the 1700s, or Vesol Salanta, from the tzaddikim of the world. His students were big tzaddikim. The world then was a different world than it is today. People were much big balei seichel. It was a different world. And the demands of the Sefer is spoken in the, in the language of the time. But we have to be a lamdin. We have to take his practical advice and apply it in a real way. That means if I want to translate this in a in a uh, American 2024 sprach, you know what I would say? I would say <clears throat> the problem is in our generation is that we have no self-esteem. We have no self-worth. We think that we are nothing. And therefore our actions are nothing, our deeds are nothing, Hashem don't care about us, nobody cares about us. We're just living life and enjoying life. And and because nothing is important and our avoid is not important, so Mamela, our avoid aren't important either. Our shtaiging is not important either. It doesn't make a difference to anybody if I shtaig. If I don't shtaig, who cares? Right? You care if I shtaig? Do I care if you shtaig? Maybe your mother cares, that's about it. But no one else cares. Right? You think I care if you do good or you don't do good? Kalvachayma, do I care if Hashem cares? I don't even know Hashem, right? That means that the self-esteem of a stam Jewish young man is empty. See, I took Schar and I turned it into self-esteem. It was an easy thing to do when you understand the point. You understand? That means you have no chashivas of what you are. You don't realize that you're at Salam Aleikim, and you don't realize you're a Chelek Aleikim Imal, and you don't realize that you were sent to this world for a shlichus, and you don't understand that you're important, and you don't understand that your growth is very important to Hashem, to the world, to Klal Yisrael, to the plan of the Bria. You have no importance of self. Zero. Right? And being that you have no importance of self, and no understanding of self, and no understanding of purpose of life, Memela, that's the underlining root to all the problems. So we don't have a million problems. We have one problem. That's it. One problem. In his terms, it's called, one problem is the Emunah and Shav is weak, that it's only hidden deep within the heart, and it's not coming out and actualizing itself. And Memela, you have all these problems called Lashon Hara, Bittal Torah, uh, bad business, uh, problems, marriage problems, chinuch problems, all these problems, you know. So we have to be smart and realize not to be overwhelmed by life. Because yes, if you go into the bookstore, into the Jewish bookstore, you will see these self-help books like you've never seen in your life, you know. Shalom Bayez, chinuch yiladim, uh, this problem, anxiety, OCD, like 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 the self help uh, thing over there is like you can read until you're you know, until you die, you can keep reading, you know, and then what? Right. So then you say, 
So life is too complicated. Uh, dealing with problems are too complicated. Let me just go into my cocoon of dimion of uh, perpetual bliss. Uh, you know, ignorance is blissful. And then when I get into a big issue uh, in life, then I'll go to a therapist and it'll help me manage through that thing. And then it's all part of living expenses. You pay uh, electric bills, you pay gas bills, and you pay therapist bills. Okay? So now we'll save you a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of things. And we say, no, just calm down. And there's no million things. Okay? There's one thing. And we'll call it in American terms. You just have to know who you are, why you're here, and make that work in the internal work of creating what he'll call in his world, that relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then you'll see things are going to be changing in your life. Because you work with the cloud. The cloud will translate into Pratim eventually. That's the general idea here. It's very deep. I hope that the Elam Chapur I'm trying to say, but that's Rabbi Yisrael. You got it? Okay.